Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. We're back. Bubba's is here today. Special appearance. Yes. <laughs> back from the woods of the Northlands. Oh, yeah. We'll have to talk a minute about that. I said it'd be short. I guess we'll keep it short if, unless you want to talk about it. But I don't know how many people are on here to listen for Elkin, but oh. yeah, I could give a short little. Yeah, you can give a little synopsis, a little outline. So um, me, dad, and then John. Um, Went up to Wyoming, elk hunting, and uh, we were there a total of, we were in the woods, I think eight days or seven days. Anyways, um, at one point we went six days with no shower, mm. so that was pretty fun. In fact, I didn't I didn't feel that bad about it until, and, and let me preface this. I know that there's a lot of people that go a lot longer for different situations. But anyways, um, I didn't feel that bad until we decided we were going to go to town and take a shower. And once we decided that, I felt so disgusting. Huh. I could it's not, all about the mind. It has to be. Because like, subcon- like in my mind, I knew like we weren't going to take a shower. Mm-hmm. So like it was out of my mind. Mm-hmm. But then once I was like, okay, we, when we decided to hike a mile and a half out to the truck, go to our base camp, grab some clothes, and then go to town, which was like another hour and a half, I was like, couldn't wait to take a shower. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, after you took your shower, did you smell how bad your clothes smelled? Oh, it was rank. Did you have multiple, because... I wore the same clothes the whole trip. That, the, well, no. Well, from, I mean, once you showered, did you actually have a second set? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was in fresh clothes and Ugh, I don't. I'm. I partly. A lot of me doesn't miss those days, dude. Of that, and I was younger too, so it didn't bother me as bad. You know, how I am now, man. Yeah. So luckily, um, you know, it was cooler weather, so it was like you're still sweating um, because you're hiking. You're super active, you know. Mm. But it wasn't like you were sweating just sitting there. So you were not just like swampy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like um, with a lot of the new new uh, clothing gear and stuff, like the synthetics, they dry out so good that it's like you don't really notice it too much. And I mean, um, on a, and honestly, like I'm a big gold bond guy. Like people laugh, whatever. But I actually didn't 
you I didn't need to use any. Mm. And like we when we ever go to like Disneyland or whatever, I'm like I'm like <laughs> powdering that stuff up. You know what I mean? Like I'm using that nonstop. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, every bathroom break I'm in there. You know, it's like I mean? a cloud coming over the the urinals <laughs> on the yeah. gold bond. Exactly. So um, I had some, but I I wasn't even using it. But anyways, so I kind of got off on that, but um. We had a good time. Like we had a lot of fun, and actually, I'm just like, we did. I didn't kill one. Um, I was close two separate times on two different days, where I thought um, I was gonna get a shot, but the one, the one time, the wind had changed on me, and um, they winded us second time. Um, well, I think they did. They did. Like we didn't hear them. Um, like spook or anything, mm. but they went quiet and we were really close and I know the direction they were going and um, the way I was stalking into them, um, they were going towards like my downwind. So anyways, um, and then the second time, everything was re- everything was perfect, but I think what happened is this bull followed these cows over this, basically it was a saddle that we were on and I think he followed them onto the other side, and uh, we just couldn't get to him. But I saw <clears throat> we saw a lot of good bulls. We saw um, six separate bulls. Um, I th- I think they were all they were all for sure five points, possibly six points. I th- mm. I think probably. Do they have any width, or are they just more points longer? No, they were they were. Good bulls, mm-hmm. like they were good bulls. Um, one of the bulls was a small, like four point. Mm-hmm. So, like he was a, like a raghorn, mm-hmm. um, and actually he was with like eight cows. We never saw another bull with those. But then, okay, so I take that back. Um, something I saw this year that was pretty cool that I I haven't seen before in the woods personally was a um, a bull uh, raking a tree. Like just going. Actually, you watched him. Yeah, I was glassing him, watching him. That's cool. Do it for probably ten ten minutes or so. He was just going to town on this little tree, um, real green young tree. Mm. He was a five point. He was actually close enough that I could distinguish with just my binos because I wasn't packing a spotting spotting scope. Anyways, so he was a five point. That other four point I mentioned already. The other ones I seen. It was really, really tough. I mean, I feel like there were six points, but you know, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But they were, they were good. Um, but yeah, we <clears throat> we were we were in them. That's for sure. It's just closing that distance with a bow in that mm-hmm. terrain. It was just tough. Mm-hmm. But I was one thing I was talking to you about. I was like, it's crazy to me because uh, uh, what's his first name? Dudley's first name. Do you know who I'm talking about? Knock on archery. Do you follow him? Um, he's actually a really. I know good. the name, I, but I don't. I don't watch him. He's actually a really good guy to follow. I've never seen someone do so much great advice. I mean, you you were talking about that one guy, but it's kind of cool. His his posts are almost like a story, uh-huh. like separate posts. Anyways, he was saying um, his goal. He's been hunting for years, and he said his goal was to kill a bull above the tree line. Mm-hmm. And basically, what you were kind of describing is those. Those elk where you were at, like, were like mountain goats. They hadn't moved down. They hadn't moved down. I mean, I'm not saying they weren't in the trees, but I'm saying a lot of them. You said you seen elk up above the tree line, didn't you? Yeah. So That's crazy. Just just real brief, but, like, we got there, and um, there's this huge um, ridge that runs north and south, and I think I, think I looked it up <coughs> online. It's, like, 20 or 30 miles long. This one, that one you showed me on Onyx, right? Yes. Yeah. It's That's a, where you hunted the whole time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you on that ridge or were you on another one looking over? No, I was on I was on the west side of that ridge and basically hunting that ridge and mm. you know looking over. Mm. And we we had hiked to the bottom of the west side of the ridge, but we were camped on the east side of the ridge. Why didn't you move camp? Water. Oh, there so, was no water on that west side, huh? So there was, but that's where the elk were. Oh. So oh, so gotcha. there was no water around up top, and it wasn't like you could find this little 
Valley Ravine that was kind of away, you know, and then then Hunt, it was like it was that ridge. Mm-hmm. There was a lake on the side where we camped, and then on the other side, there was no water north or south, nowhere close wow. unless you went to the bottom. You know what I mean? So, yeah. anyways, so so what, they would they would go down the mountain every night to drink. Mm-hmm. Wow, but to them that's nothing. Nothing. That's crazy. It, us, but that was like a lot, huh? Insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's uh, so like um, the first day we we kind of hunted around camp and when i say camp we hiked like a mile and a half in which isn't that far but we hiked there and decided to camp there because of the water so we hunted the whole like the whole east no yeah that'd be east east side and nothing didn't hear anything didn't see nothing so the next day i was like i'm gonna go up and over the top and it was like half a mile hike to get to the top, but it was really steep. And uh, so we went up there, and the first day we went up there, we were hearing bugles already. So we are like, awesome, you know, that's cool, whatever. We heard two separate bulls bugling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go, let's let's go over to this, towards this one, because he sounds closer. Well, on the top of the ridge, you can cover ground really fast because it's flat. Well, we went over there. Like, and got kind of closer. Well, I don't know if this, which direction they were moving or what, but we were just on the top, and um, this bull was sounding off. Like, man, he, they're getting like close, or like they sound close, but it was weird because it was so, it was so thick. Like, different, uh, not differentiating, but like judging sounds and distances mm-hmm. was actually pretty hard. Like, um. Either that or they're just moving so fast. Well, anyways, I don't know if it was a bull or what, but there was an elk um, that ended up winning us because we were we were up above where the bugle was. So I don't know if there was cows in front or if he was moving up, whatever happened, but he ended up winding us at like, I don't know, 70 or 80 yards and going off. So we ended up trying to go towards that other bull but we weren't able to like get on him in time before, you know, they he shut up for the afternoon, and we weren't able to get on him that evening. So from then on, we pretty much kept making that hike up and over, mm-hmm. um, and honestly, trying to learn the ground because like without horses, like that, the those mountains are so big, like. You don't want to just go off walking in a direction. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're on top of the ridge, everything else is down. So, like, even picking your way to go down that mountain or ridge, it's like you don't want to just be flippant about it. Like, we pretty much make our way down on the tops of the ridge. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you were trying to like go up and down, up and down, like you're gonna kill yourself. Um, so, anyways, we were trying to find elk on that side of the ridge, and there were elk there. It was just getting on them was the difficulty. So, um, the first time we got really close, it was just me and John. Dad wasn't with us, and um, we were. Let's see what happened. No, I. This was actually a separate time. We we went north and we were glassing. That was another thing about this place is there wasn't a lot of good glassing points. So you're kind of um, you were kind of depending on sounds. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Wyoming is their wind is so crazy. Like it would be calm for like an hour, and then all of a sudden here'd come like a front. And it would be so loud, you couldn't hear anything. So even if they were bugling, you couldn't hear them. And so um, we we were on the top, and we found this spot. It kind of came out, and it was a good spot to glass this other mountain that we actually never went over to. But it was actually like it was a literal mile away mm. across. So um, we were glassing, glassing. All of a sudden, we hear this bugle back off to our left, and I was like, eh, that don't sound too far. 
bugle again. So let's go over here just a little bit and see if we can hear him a little better, see if we can, like, spot him. So he goes off again. It's like, okay, he's he's basically two ridges over. There's a small finger that's in between us, and then there's this other decent-sized ridge that comes off of the main ridge. So I'm like, let's go back. So instead of going down, up, down, up again, I said, let's go to the top, which we were basically at the top, come over and then come down that ridge that he's mm-hmm. on. So we get like halfway and um, there's an opening on that ridge and I see two cows in it and I hear him bugling off below him. It's like, okay. So where they're out on the ridge, they're like halfway up. Mm-hmm. And so we come back to the top and the the issue, like I said, was the wind. So it was like always changing. Mm-hmm. So we tried to come in down below him, like in the bottom of it. Like it's not a creek, but like in the in the ravine. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, the wind was kind of switching between back or like going up and going down. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to cr- crosswind him, like basically come in where the wind's either going to my left or right, you know. Instead of have risking it coming up above and then the wind change and goes down to him, you know what I mean? So anyways, um um we started coming down that ravine while we ended up getting busted by two cows that were like I don't know if they were part of the same herd because they were like a couple hundred yards from where we had spotted those other elk. So mm. I don't know. But anyways, that was that encounter. And then um a separate time is on the same ridge. I think I seen. I think we encountered this same bull. I, that's what I think. Like three times mm-hmm. because I ended up calling him Ghost because we we'd been on him three times, been within ninety yards of him three times, and never actually seen him. There's always his cows. Like I seen his feet, but I never seen his mm-hmm. whole body. Mm-hmm. And um, this time. Dad was with us, and or no, that was the last time. Second time, me and John had hiked to the very bottom of that west side, and I mm. mean, it was way down there. We were trying to get on this other bull, but he ended up not wanting to come down because he was like halfway up that mm-hmm. mountain. And so we gave that up, and it was going to take probably two hours to get back to camp. So we started hiking up. And we get about halfway up, and all of a sudden, this bull screams like 150 yards above us. Mm-hmm. And it's calm, it's clear, the wind's coming down. And I'm like, this is like perfect. We're like exhausted already, but we're like, it's perfect. So I'm like, let's just go up here, like, um, you know, 50 yards or whatever, and and set up. So we started calling. He started screaming at us, and he was coming right towards us. And then there was this opening in front of us with some trees in the middle. And I seen his legs go across that, but I never I never seen him. And I know he never winded us. So I think he was, like, mad that one of his cows was below him when they were all moving over that saddle. But that's just a guess. But anyways... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, I thought I had, I thought he was going to be dead on that one, but anyways, and then the last encounter dad was with us this time and he was actually calling, keeping that bull bugling Mm -hmm. and I was trying to, um, get in. But the problem with that back to the, the terrain when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We were we were moving like good, like Dad was saying like we should have went faster, but he didn't realize that there was a a finger in between us and the ridge that they were on. Mm-hmm. 
But by this time, I had already bumped one, two, two uh, elk two separate times trying to go fast. So I was maybe a little more cautious. And so by the time I got like within 80 to 90 yards, um, that bull, like it was, it had already been like 45 minutes. Mm. And so, and it was weird. We couldn't even hear dad calling anymore. And, but we could hear that bull. Mm. Yeah. That's wow. what, that's what's so weird about like when you get down and he yeah. was up on top, you literally can't even hear it. So I'm like, how do you know if there's there's a bull over there 500 yards? Yeah, you know, so it all in all, it was a blast. I think we all lost some weight from it, but um, it's like I didn't I didn't get my fix. You know what I mean? Like I was exhausted physically, but like I was like so ready for that trip. Yeah, and. There wasn't anything like that I would do different. Mm. Like I don't, I don't, necess- I don't really think we made like huge mistakes on anything. It's just that last little, that last little thing. You know what I mean? Just that last little distance. Because you know, every other in every other way, I feel like we were ready for that trip. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, but that's the joys of elk hunting, you know. Yeah. You could do that for three years and never shoot nothing. It was funny when you were away. I didn't tell you this, but you were like, you went in what, Thursday, I think? Like, where you went out of service, kind of? You drove Wednesday. Which time? When we first got there? Yeah. You drove in Wednesday and kind of went in Thursday afternoon, right? I think so. It was like Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, like literally two days in. And Darian's like, I don't know, have you heard from him? She's like, no. And... She goes, I cannot believe they haven't got one yet. <laughs> I just, I started dying laughing. I go, Darian, this, yeah. this isn't duck hunting. I said, yeah. I go, very well, he could go and not get anything. I said, the chances are that's probably what's going to happen. He goes, she goes, what? I spent all that time out there for nothing. I go, Darian, that's that's the joys of big game. I said, ain't nothing like waterfowl. Yeah. But when you do connect, man, it's a big, big rush. So I will say the, those two separate times that – the adrenaline level was so high. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was crazy. Like I had forgot. It stays. I forgot about the adrenaline high on for with elk. Mm-hmm. Um it was pretty intense. And like I was like cuz I you know you're thinking about all this stuff. It's been a long time since we've been elk hunting mm-hmm. and um I was like you know thinking about all that like you know, everybody always talks about visualizing different things, whether it's anything, sports, lifting, hunting, whatever. And I was thinking about that, like, okay, when I do get in, like, not to have, like, to just to stay focused, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And calm. And, like, I actually did have to tell myself, like, hey, relax. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I was already thinking that in my mind. But then when it was happening, I was like, just relax, you know what I mean? Because the adrenaline was just like skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that's cool. Hopefully next year. I mean, I was I knew there was a chance. You were an elk. I go if you ain't, we ain't hearing from him, he's an elk. Otherwise, he'd be getting going packing out and moving to a new location. Yeah. So at least you're an elk every day, dude. Yeah. That's that don't happen every time. I've been on trips. So you don't even ever see any elk. Mm-hmm. So they call him what the ghost of the forest or something, but. Anyways, uh, let me say this real quick on Motion Ducks. Guys, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Motion Ducks. Check them out. We partner with them again this year. They've always been good to us, and their product, well, I was going to say, we've tried to push for them, but their product's always been good to us. It's always worked for us so well. And it's a motion rig set up for your decoys. Um, There's nothing like it out there on the market for sure right now. It's simple, but it's so useful and it works so good so we did a special page ben at motion x did a special page just for the listeners and for people that watch the channel go to motionx.com forward slash mvm get a really good discount on the ultimate spreader 
Then if you put the code MVM10 and you get an additional 10% off. So go check it out. And um, don't just do it for us. Do it for yourself. Trust me. <laughs> it works. Thomas can vouch that since I'm usually one saying it by myself. Yeah, we're about to use it pretty soon. We will, yeah, we will be using it ASAP. So let's, uh, I know that was kind of a quick synopsis on your on your hunt. Put 20 minutes into nine days, 10 days. That's kind of tough for your <laughs> outcome. But yeah. anyways, um, let's jump into some new duck gear. Um, just kind of, it don't have to be a lot. Um, one thing, one thing I wanted to mention right out the gate while you're kind of thinking maybe, and we have so much stuff and some of it we toss, some of it we keep and we'll use for years and years. But one thing that is new this year, I will say is that I really like, and I don't know if you tried it on or wore it at all yet, but is final approaches. Um, man, I can't remember. I never can remember the name of it though. Akuda. The Akuda grid hoodie. So I used to like Sitka's face mask thing, and it still serves a purpose. Like if I was turkey hunting or not, something I didn't need to use my mouth with, like a duck call, I would. I like it. But I did get sick of pulling it down and blowing the call through it. So I just like actually a hood just to cover up my neck, sides of my neck, my ears, stuff that kind of stick out. But man, I use it this year. I really like it a lot. It's um, it's actually warmer than the midweight zip tee of Sitka's, which doesn't matter. It's it's not about comparing what's warm or not. It's just a th- little bit thicker as why. But I think it's gonna hold up for a long time, Austin. I just like it, and it's just like a solid brown. And I've kind of wanted to go to solids anyways. But anyways, that's the new piece that I was trying this year, extra large. And I used it on our hunt with the boys last was it last weekend and it was i like it a lot actually money Mm -hmm. Hmm. yeah super comfortable so did you still wear a t-shirt under it or did you you know me i have to (laughs) have you ever tried it on without a t-shirt i have i just don't (laughs) like i this is i'll tell you why i do that because when you sweat it's i don't want to ruin the garment I'm trying to make that thing last. I don't care about the little t-shirts I'm wearing. So like your armpit, your sweat, just start stinging. Even if you wash it, it'll, it'll hold it in there. So mm-hmm. I try to use that as like the first layer of defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're so thin anyways, you can't, mm-hmm. it only, you can't even tell you're wearing on those things anyways. Mm. Basically, it's, it's a shirt that you don't want to wear when you look like me by itself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Mm. You got a little happy with the old pulsators this year, huh? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we've talked about pulsators before. We talked, we beat, you know, having motion in your spread. We probably beat that dead several times. But um, I just, there ain't nothing worse than hunting over um, statues. So, yeah. Um, I had four pulsators at one time. And three of them died on me last year, and um, it wasn't like the batteries died or anything like that. But the the some of the pieces on there, the plastic pieces, they're real easy to break. Even if even if you're uh, really careful with them, I I actually I don't know I don't know if I broke any of them or not. Think I think my wife broke one when she was pulling them out. When she we just went, pulled it when, by the cord itself. Uh, no, not the cord. Or the wires. But I think she like threw it in the boat or something, and it broke. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> throwing it around, huh? Well, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. She she'd probably get mad if you just blame her blame for no reason. I don't know what happened. Regardless, they're not the toughest decoys, and they're not made to be so. Um, anyways, I had to replace some of those. So yeah, I did get, I ended up getting four of those and, uh, um, let me think what else, what else did I get? Um, well, I got those others, um, spinning things last yeah, year. The wing whacker? What are yeah, they called? wind whackers. Wind whackers. Those are, those are from last year, but I didn't, I got them towards the end and, uh, Harrison's one that recommended those ones to me. Mm. Um, but anyways, like I said, I mean, sometimes we use it, sometimes we don't. Um, but like I said, you got to have something. Everybody, you know, everybody knows that. So, 
there isn't a day that I go out that I don't either have a pulsator mm-hmm. or um, a jerk string. Mm-hmm. You know, spinners come in and out when we can use them, but those are those are key. Um, but like I said, those aren't new. Um, probably the biggest thing I'm excited about as far as that's new for this year is my 20 gauge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That so, is a big purchase. How could we forget? So yeah, I just bought, we bought those guns together. Um, the Benelli, uh, ethos and with the best treatment on it. Um, so I'm excited to use that. I'm overdue for 20 gauge. I have, I've been just using my, uh, my a five for, um, I don't know, four, three, four years or something like that. Um, and it's going to be kind of hard to beat, but I think with just having a, a lighter gun, lighter load, quieter, um, it's going to be nice, you know? Yeah. So, especially what with, are you gonna especially put in with what we're they shooting. They gave you five, then you have five, don't you? Uh-huh. I had five. Uh, I have the full in there right now, the factory full. So we'll see how that does. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what the the old heavy twelve does to him through the cryo. Uh huh. Yeah. Curious. I mean, I know what it's gonna do when it hits him. I'm curious the pattern it throws. I just ran out of time, dude. I was wanting to. I was wanting to go pattern. I wanted to go pattern my twenty mm-hmm. with the new code black duck in it. Yeah. But <laughs> the boys were shooting code black ducks out of their front keys. Nasty. Really? Oh, dude. Every wait till you see the footage. Every shot. See this now. Feathers, see now. Okay, so last year there those was, boys, dude, shot there, amazing. There was some guys that were really upset about, um, like what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Well, specifically what I was doing to yeah. birds. But I never changed my choke all year last year, mm-hmm. and in the beginning of the season, I feel like those birds are just the feathers are so much softer or mm-hmm. something. The down's not as thick. It's not. It ain't if the same. Any. It ain't the same because no. I did not change my choke last year, and I shot birds at the same distance um, all last year. And opening day, that gun was just like cutting birds in half, mm-hmm. and which was crazy. Yeah, like it is. It's a hundred percent the down, dude. Yeah, because look at they they molted. They're getting their feathers. They're. They, I mean, look at. If, and people don't know this, though. That's the thing. It's just knowledge. Because the birds at the very beginning are still pin feathered up for the first, mm-hmm. like, month and a half. You, as a taxidermist or someone, you skin them open, you look, it's all pin feathered. Mm-hmm. Meaning the feathers have not fully formed, so it's not as dense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not even that. That's why that was doing that. And then it didn't later because people were like, oh, I don't remember what they were saying later, but, like, oh, you've changed chokes. And it's like, no, nope. Nope. it's the same one. <laughs> Set the birds are more plumed out now and mm-hmm. kind of. Not so pin feathered up. So I don't know, but now that you're shooting that twenty, I I don't think it will. It's not going to do that. I don't think it's just that that choke combo is pretty yeah. nasty. I, yeah. We still haven't seen what yours is doing with that choke, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. It looks like you're shooting slugs out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it would be so tight, but uh, it seems pretty pretty gnarly. And Joel from. Um, uh, surviving duck season uh-huh. is doing an amazing series shotgunning series uh-huh. i haven't watched all of them because they're longer too but i will at some point but i did watch the one if you look it says slow-mo and he's did you watch that Mm-mm. he's doing the shot string mm-hmm. dude it's nuts i mean i i've heard it people have said it but no one can prove it i that i know of visually mm-hmm. there was i'm not gonna say the names but there was ammos that were at uh 30 yards we're already like 15 feet hmm. long, the shot stream. Wow. Yeah, and I'm just sparse, yeah. thin. Yeah. Even if they went through it, I don't know if it it probably wouldn't kill them. Yeah. Dude, um, I will say this one, and it doesn't matter. Um, oh, what's the name of that? Oh, Fioki. Mm-hmm. Dude, Fioki was like at 35, 30 yards, whatever it was, it was still like less than a foot. Holy smoke. I mean, it was like this. like you, Because he, he has measurement patterns. It's really yeah. a neat video. See, the string length, that's more interesting to me. Than, me too. Than uh, like, well, I mean, the circle matters. The circle for sure matters. Right. But like, that's interesting because like you said, I haven't seen anyone do that. Uh-uh. It's just interesting mm-hmm. is what it is. And I do know it matters. 
But I, who knows how many videos? I mean, I feel like this guy's a limit. You could put up thousands of those videos and try all different scenarios because mm-hmm. you can only put so much in one video. Right. But whether I don't even care. I told I'm gonna tell Joel this. I don't care if your videos prove the theory wrong with the um, the Power Master Co Black Duck. I said I know what I see and I know what it does. Because mm-hmm. like you said, there's one thing you're looking behind the amp when it hits <clears throat> the plate or the paper. And you see how nice that is. That needs to look good. Mm-hmm. But then you look at the side, and that has its look too. Mm-hmm. But you also have when it hits the bird, and you're using it in the field. It's a big – I mean, mm-hmm. that matters. Mm-hmm. So – and the thing yeah, with right. the co-black duck, it's not about constriction. It's about holding the wad back. So, the, so, I mean, when you have stuff where you feel like it hits them hard, it must be holding a shorter string. It has to be. Because if you're, if you're shooting this bird and, and you're only getting half of that – Right. Load on that bird, you know what I mean? You're not going to be hitting them as hard. Uh-uh. Yeah. Huh. Well, and it's so spread out. Yeah. I mean, right. as, you know what I mean? Instead of like, yeah, but Damn. I mean, if you're swinging through or if you, if you yeah. sh- shot in front or whatever, you're only getting a portion of that. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Hmm. No, man, those boys had them in, both them, Morgan and Nathaniel, every bird feathers. Bow, bow. I mean, and there wasn't no wounded birds. Yeah. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah. And they were just going, Jake was about to flip out. Oh, dude. He's like, I'm sorry, but this is unbelievable. Did you see that? I'm like, I've been seeing that. <laughs> he, you know he is. Yeah. He always said, did you see that? Yeah, like, you weren't like there. It's the first time it's ever happened. Yeah. But he has it on his Franke, too, so I'm excited. That was a long ways around to say that that's what I got in the Franke this year. Because um, I, I tested it last year in that 12. Mm-hmm. Now I know. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And now that I know what it does with the Frankies, should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's new. And that's what we're going to shoot 20s this week, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to see. But, again, the lead's going to be a little different, so we'll see. Yeah. And now that we're tracking our ammo, I'm almost kind of nervous. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But whatever. I, know. I feel like I'm going to be in the 30s, I dude. I mean, there might be a dip in the front, you know, for me or whatever, but I don't, I don't feel like it'll be bad. Yeah. Don't think about it too it's, much. It's it's totally it's totally different than like how it used to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the speed that will be a factor. Um, because what is it? We're shooting. Oh, we'll see. Now that says fifteen hundred, but I don't think all the stuff we have. No, see that's a different load. See the top one is thirteen fifty. That's where you got to be careful. I know people think that don't matter. It matters big time. Look at the bottom one, the load. Yeah, in it. fifteen. I know. And then the top. And one. we talked about this. Would you rather have speed or load? I personally, I it makes more sense to say load because it's more hitting them. I like speed because I'm used to fifteen hundred, right? Fourteen fifty, fifteen hundred. I think for me, now this might just be for me. I don't know. I feel like for me, <sighs> consistency, like. Using the same gun, the same mm-hmm. ammo, and and using it instead of switching back and forth, back and forth between guns and ammo. It's going to get you. I think that helps me more than anything. That's kind of why like, I want to commit to just shooting the 20 at first and just like dial in. You know what I mean? Like Whether it's the, the choke, the bead, the gun itself, the ammo, whatever, mm-hmm. like get dialed in with that. Yeah. And then, um, and it might not be as big a deal as I'm making a sound or whatever. No, but it, it, well, guys, I'm sure there's guys that will say it's not, but it 100 percent is. Me and Harrison mm-hmm. have this talk, dude. It 100 percent is. Mm-hmm. It is. It just you go from shooting a 12. I should say it's really not the. It's the speed. Mm-hmm. So if you go from a 12 and you're shooting 15, and then you go down to 20, and the ammo happens to be 1350, mm-hmm. that is definitely making. Mm-hmm. It might be super it's, minimal. Now it's going to make a bigger difference at those further ranges, though. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, if not you, no 20 yards. If you're right. always if you're always shooting birds 20 yards and in, then you you yeah. will never notice. Right. You know, but you probably will notice if you're taking shots at 40. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, but anyways, um, trying to think if I got anything else new. I think for me right now, a lot of it is just, um, just 
not fine tuning. What's the word I'm looking for? It's just um, keeping the things I have that I like in tune. You know what I mean? Yeah, just right. like maintaining, get, getting reads, getting parts for the same uh, motion decoys I have. You know, just like stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of that, I gotta clean my calls too. Yeah, it's I amazing just, how it does change this. I it, just by the second day, my hybrid was already starting to get. Um, just super raspier sound because there was an electin. I was like, it's mm-hmm. time. <laughs> Reed stuff had fallen in there. We were sitting on these cattail things and it was falling in there. Yeah. It's totally rasped up the call. I'll tell you what I got new. You'll be able to see, I'll probably show you the video, a little sneak peek of that. Some of that video, it's not done yet, but it should be out Wednesday or Thursday. But um, I cannot believe how hard that Kirk McCullough turned those birds. When... The the JJ Lairs was sucking them in. I'm not saying that, but there's just times they just kept going right, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh well. And then I thought, I'm gonna try it. I grabbed it. In fact, I say it in the video. I think I grabbed it, and they were like, oh, you're blowing something different. Not they weren't saying it sound mm-hmm. bad. They're just like it's so different. Man, they were about 200 yards down the river, going away right up on the water, and I hit that thing. I'm not. It was almost like was that just luck? <laughs> but it happened three different times. Yeah, and boom. Like yeah. This and come literally all the way back into the decoys. I was hmm. like, okay, different sounds do something. Mm-hmm. Something, you know, if it's the hen that's leading the pack or a dri- whatever the lead bird is, something they because it all that's all it takes is that front one mm-hmm. to peel out. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I like to see. I like to see that in action. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I'm gonna. I know what I'm gonna grab off the bat every time, but if it ain't working. Switch over and see what happens. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, yeah, I can't really think. I mean, there's there's stuff. I'm excited with the new lens. You have new camera. Oh, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. You new camera gear. Yeah, and I just got this in the day, this <clears throat> case, to put that in. Nice. Which is what, when I rented, that's what it was always in. But I had, to, I had to buy my own, obviously. But yeah, here she is. You know, it's funny. This means nothing to anybody unless you're into camera stuff, right? Like, who cares? But I've actually pulled this thing out and like looked at it like three different times. That is a monster. Yeah. Well, this this comes on. It's got your name on it. It does. I put it on there, baby. <laughs> no one trying to steal that, but yeah. It's like a telescope. It took me about a year to save for this thing, but uh, the foot or the videos that are pictures that come from it, it's like. I just use a GoPro. I know. Right? <laughs> well, this is, again, just pictures, but oh, yeah. actually I am going to do video. with. You can do really amazing. Those real close, tight shots you see, uh-huh. slow-mo, I'm uh-huh. going to. That's part of the reason I like to keep this. Like maybe after we get our limit, mm-hmm. try to get some stuff. Mm-hmm. If they're really doing it good, this would have been perfect in Idaho. Mm-hmm. But well, you didn't have it yet, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, because remember they sent me the broke one. <clears throat> yeah, it was used and it was broke. Sent it back. Just yeah. The problem I mean, is this is a new one. I had to spend all that much more money on it. But yeah, we sh- we should be able to ha- get that um, or do that a couple times. I think you know, so. like get, yeah, get a limit and then just. Stay out there and then just get shots of them, you know? Yeah, I think so. But, uh, yeah, that was a big deal for me. Uh, also, you know, it's like if money comes in from YouTube or whatever it comes in from, it's gone, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I just got a different drone, too, today. Yeah, that other one's shot. I'm going to charge really? it, and hopefully we can do something with it. It don't work anymore? Just the battery? or It what? does, but it's I think because it's so old, you know, uh, technology is once mm. they start getting outdated it's just like you can't even like when you update it it work for a little bit and it will like get lost mm. it's not what you want to happen Mm-mm. so I'm gonna keep it I don't know if you want to use it for anything like I'll, I'm will i not gonna get rid of it I mean I probably could sell it for a couple hundred bucks max maybe three but I thought I'll just keep it for I don't know if you ever want to take it on an elk hunt or just to get some cool footage or whatever I don't know but so it works it just don't work very long Right. It seems like the batteries don't last, and then it can get lost. Like, it has a return to home feature on them, but it's like it seems like if you're not updating all the time, it's just constant updates, and it's bogging it down like an iPhone does, you know, when you keep updating and it's an old phone. Mm-hmm. It just gets to the point. It just don't work anymore. Mm. So it works, but this one, the one that I got, actually the one Dustin has, that's what made me like, dude, it's time. I didn't realize how bad mine was compared to when I seen his because mine's like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. Instead of, I had to plug my phone to the remote. Mm-hmm. And so if you're getting phone calls or you don't have service, you're having to deal with different things. 
this is the remote has the screen this big on the remote mm. for the remote. Gotcha. So this is I don't Separate. need this. Yeah, and it's it's like this big, mm. and you just do everything right there. The follow me feature is amazing on it. Like if we click it on the boat or us when we're walking, it's perfect. So nice. It's really nice. I called Dustin Day. I was like, "This is the one, right?" He's like, "Yeah." <clears throat> this isn't new, but the the old school tried and true um, decoy backpack I have, I got it repaired mm. today. That's what I was talking about. It's just getting things fixed that I like. You picked it up today, huh? Mm-hmm. Did you do a good job? Yeah, he like triple stitched it. Oh, really? Like um, the top of it, the seam had just ripped open. And I don't know how That's or why. That's the Avery bag, right? Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yeah, I've had that for like, I've had that for a while. I think that was one of the first bags I bought. Those are hard to find. I've I've looked them up. I've almost bought it just because I like, for some reason, it to me, I like it better than the... The refuge runner, mm-hmm. it seems a little more tighter on you, like mm-hmm. up on your back instead it's of side. It's not a huge bag. A lot, no. of, a lot of those bags are um, market like big, like carry a ton of decoys. This one's only a twelve slot bag, and it's got a little pocket for your gun on the right side, and that's it. It did have the pockets for the spinners, but I cut them off because I didn't like it because <laughs> it has so much like material. Mm. It just bugged me. Don't ask me why. But I cut them off, so it's just you like, like cutting things off, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I don't like it, like yeah. th- it was, it wasn't enclosed. It doesn't, it didn't cl- like close mm-hmm. at all. So, so it was just, fall out it anyways. was a big flap. Yeah, yeah. and like seventy percent of the time, I never put a spinner in there, and I couldn't put my seat in there, mm-hmm. and I could put the spinner inside. So it's like I don't, I didn't really need it. So it lopped it off. <laughs> and I put the seat in between the bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Normally, like, my go-to, if I'm going to if I'm gonna go by myself or whatever, if I'm going to use a backpack instead of a, a cart, I'll take, um, I'll take one of the decoys out, and I'll put my uh, dry bag in one of the slots, mm. and then I'll stick my seat in the middle, and then the rest I'll have... Um, decoys in there mm. that's all you need oh got your gun i upgraded i finally got a seat this year oh dude it's about time so if you ever have to sit in it it's already brand new for you i can't believe that that thing you know what's crazy is uh that's that seat didn't last that long mm. yeah probably like three years i maybe. have my original seat hmm. from uh what do we what do we say 15 this is 22, so like seven, what is it, seven years? Yeah. I don't know if this one's going to last very long, dude, though. I was sat on it. The cushion ain't very good. Really? And it feels like, I'm like, this feels thin, do you like think the base you, layer. Do you think when the seat's in the water and you're sitting on it, it gets soaked mm-hmm. and it ruins that that's plywood? That's what mine did. It got that plywood and softened it, mm-hmm. and that's why it just went like Yeah, like because over. I normally try to keep it out of the water. Of water. I'm wondering if that's why it's lasted longer. It must be because our mine's always in the water a lot of times. I mean, it's been wet a million times. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. The and funny I've, thing, I don't even probably sit on my seat yeah, as you much as most sit people. On your seat. I use it for my gun. Like, yeah. I'll re- lean against it or put my knee on it. Yeah. I don't really sit in it. Yeah. Now, there has been a few people <laughs> that have sat on that seat. <laughs> that may or may not be what has caused that. I do not know. But no, I finally got a new one, but I'm like, I felt it. I was like, this feels cheaper made and like the base whatever that base is which i thought was plywood it feels like it's about eighth of an inch quarter inch yeah, no <laughs> less i'm like dude this ain't gonna last but get just get they're cheap anyways yeah but yeah other than that got some stuff coming up pretty excited about get some hunting in and uh make some more memories yeah um yep yeah so i don't think there's anything else Want to cover in this episode, unless you can think of anything. I guess one thing we'll close with is, what will this year hold? You know, it's like we talked. What's your goal for this year? Like as far as what? Do you have a goal like birds wise? No, not numbers or types of birds or just. just, Yeah, is there anything specific that stands out in your mind that's like, I hope like this happens or. Anything like that? 
Like specifically or not really just hoping for a good season? I want I we have some plans. I don't know if should I throw them out there. I think I've already thrown it out there. I definitely would like to get a brand. And I think that will be an amazing trip. I really hope you can pull it off. <laughs> I really want to spend, I don't feel like a day or two is long enough, but we might be able to pull it off. But I think it's because of the setting, how beautiful mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. It's something you don't see nobody do. Yeah. You got coast, you got redwoods. You just, it's just, mm-hmm. so that is a goal. I want that to happen this year. Uh-huh. We've been talking about it for, this is the third year. We thought it was going to happen last year and then it didn't happen. Uh-huh. We got too green hung- hungry. <clears throat> And then the... Um, yeah, it's like we forgot about it or something. Yeah, we just put other things. I put other things in front of it for sure. But, but I'm did actually, we go anywhere or were we just I here? I don't know if you what you were doing, but I did. Because mm-hmm. when, when the season was open, I was rolling pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, yeah. That and I want to yeah. do that little spot we are talking about where we're going to go shoot. Um, good chance we'll shoot... Uh, Barrows. That barrel's going now, yeah. Uh-huh. That that scene, that colored water, just everything about that, just I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's my two things. I mean, bands. It's like you know, I I'd be happy more than happy to shoot more bands. I don't know, but uh, I'm more like the experience and the and the visuals, like the places we're mm-hmm. gonna see that we haven't maybe been. Mm-hmm. That's what not. Yeah, that's what mine is this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, new places can be fun. They can be not fun. (laughs) But like... um, Well, let me say this. If the scenery is beautiful, it sure helps. It really helps. Because when we went, me and Caleb were doing our thing, dude, I will say we didn't kill one bird up there, but I will tell you this. The scene was incredible, and it really did take a lot of the scene away. Yeah. And the journey. That's That's what I'm saying. Like, it can be... It can be fun. I've killed ducks in ugly places that was really fun and i've not killed ducks in really pretty places and it was fun but when you get both it's like yeah it's just like heaven it is and uh that's why some of the spots we go back to probably like every year that's why it's beautiful and we kill birds Mm -hmm. there yeah so um so I'm looking forward to going to places we've been. I'm looking forward to going to places we haven't been, um, you know, and learning new, I mean, learning new spots, new territory can be, like I said, it can be fun or it can be, in your opinion, a waste of time at sometimes mm-hmm. because I've done, I've done that before where like you go somewhere, it's like, ah, oh, there ain't. You know, this spot ain't that great, blah, blah, blah. Then someone goes there at a different time, Mm -hmm. and it's great. So it's like, don't ever be Mm closed-minded on a spot, you know. Um, But that being said, hopefully the timing's right this year. Hopefully um, the birds are around this year and uh, um, nothing – bad happens as far as like i don't know i feel like we're pretty safe with everything you know Mm -hmm. but well in the and success is a a part of it i don't want to say a small part i don't think it's a small part but yeah i think what we were talking about is we felt so good about last year felt very successful except for one trip and even then it wasn't that bad really it Mm -hmm. felt like it in the moment but is will will what will we be like this year? You know, mm-hmm. like was is that just because we're getting to be better hunters, better callers, uh, building up? I think it's some, but it's definitely not all of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think some of the successes before you even go out, like timing. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I say timing. Mm-hmm. Because, well, that's what I'm saying. Because when I say, you can be in the right place at the wrong time, and right. you could be. You know, um, Kirk McCullough not kill any birds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Better hunters, meaning we're smarter. We've learned more. We know where to be, when to be there. Mm-hmm. We up, we increase our odds mm-hmm. of success, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. But my question is, is that true or do we just get lucky? You know what I mean? Like, were we, are we getting better or is it just, mm-hmm. we just got. The, what you mentioned as far as the brand and the, the barrows, I feel like, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like pretty confident yeah, I do too. in those. <clears throat> what would be like awesome 
for me, what would be like top everything off more than anything is getting a storm widgeon. Oh, I'm yeah. saying it now, and I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it until I kill one. Um, that is like my all-time right there. A storm widgeon or Eurasian? No, well, both. They're they're they're, one, they're yeah. neck and neck, but I but I'm gonna go with storm. Okay, I'm gonna go with storm, like like a real storm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm not really doing my part because I'm not making like any concrete plans on places where that has a good chance of happening. I mean, you don't never mm-hmm. really know. But I can think of two we're going this year that. That couldn't happen. Yeah, but it's that's not like what. I guess well, but it's it, widgeon, though. You it's, can't really target it, I guess. Well, you can't. You can just go where widgeon are. Right. And that's your best you can do. Yeah. Yeah. But, <clears throat> I mean, you, you, could ne- you never know. Bought it and hunt that pond the next day. You know, that would be your chance. Yeah. Odds that's are that true. bird's going to go back there. That's true if nobody killed it. Yeah. That's true. We think we've seen one last year, right? We know we've seen one. I never seen I it. thought that was Eurasian, though. Oh, was I it? said it was a Eurasian. Oh, yeah. yeah it wasn't for sure. It was. I mean, it's obvious. You can't. <laughs> that bugs you me know, so bad. You know, I shot it, at one two years it's ago. Probably good that I didn't get to shoot at that bird. Oh, uh, the Eurasian. Like, yeah, because it would have just been. It would have been fine, but it would have just not been good. But it's like with last year. Here's what I will say. I'm hoping. Now I hope I don't eat my words. But I am hoping that I get an opportunity to shoot at something like a Euro or like mm-hmm. uh, that hybrid. Because literally twice last year, you shot at a Euro, Travis shot at that uh, Brewers, and I never had a chance to shoot at either one of those, which is fine. But like... Just limit it out so quick. <laughs> Dude... <laughs> Okay. Oh man! Both times that was limited too. Okay. Did you see? Watch the whole thing. Yours? Yes. Yeah. Every ounce of it. Yeah. Did you see what? What? Tell you tell what no, you. No, I'm seen. not. I'm not gonna say like, oh, it was a chip shot. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. But it was. I'm like, saying, could you tell I was hitting it every time? It's hard to remember now. Like well, I remember. I'll never forget it. I remember. <sighs> See, I never remember really, when he was just sitting there floating I, like that. I, I never felt like I got a real good look at his like head. Oh, well, again, it may have not been. Mm-hmm. It may not. Yeah, but well, I mean, that's all on you because, like I, I like I said, I know it was a widgeon, but I did not. It must have got you wound up when I said Eurasian. Maybe because if you didn't know, then why were you like get him? You're like freaking out behind me. Did I say that? Oh, you were yelling at me. Oh, you would have been five times worse. Oh, I know I would have. You, you, uh. It'll be like a normal bird, and you'd be like, kill him! <laughs> like, no, I know that. You're not telling me nothing I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it almost made... And you've told me, stop doing that, because it does actually yeah, make you... it jacks you up. It does. It makes you all like... <laughs> it jacks you up. Pintail, pintail, kill him! It's like, dude, shut up. I know what it is. Like, quiet. Which, it don't, we don't really have... We don't do that anymore, but... Um, yeah, even like... Getting over excited over bird, it it takes your mind like to what he's saying instead of just focusing on the bird. And then when you're shooting at it, it looks like you're hitting it every time and it ain't dying. You're it's every shot makes you more panicked. Yeah. And to tell you explain to you how jacked up that bird was, that's why I try to tell when I tell people about that. And if you don't remember, I loaded a fourth shell. That's how much he was Oh yeah. He was hurt, dude. Yeah. And then I kept thinking, I will walk. Five miles if I see that bird go down and take Rocky. <laughs> Never. Remember, he barely yeah. fluttered out of sight. Mm-hmm. Barely moving. Any minute, he's We watched die. him for like a, a minute, like oh, a literal goodness. 60 seconds. <clears throat> watched him walk out of my life forever. And there he goes. <laughs> he's going down. He's going down. He's going down. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> oh, man. I'll um, cry for that one. For but, years. yeah, and then actually – I think that was my 20 gauge too. I, f- I did feel bad on that, but for whatever reason, when Travis missed that duck, I had like a sinking feeling in my like heart. Because we could have shot. Or were you limited? No, I was limited. Well, I wasn't. It was right there. I could have shot too. The thing is, though, that was just one of them things. Them babies were going all around that yeah. bird. Yeah. I know. What, 70% of their bodies, 60% of their bodies underwater? 
It's it's so hard to kill on the water. Mm-hmm. But anyways, well, I guess we can end it there. We'll see. I guess we'll have the stories to tell. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. wondering, huh? What it's gonna be? What's yeah. the story is gonna be? Yeah. That's the that's the cool part about duck season and the chase. It's because the anticipation. You, you never know. You never know. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs> <laughs>